Well, today on Nation, the Window Cleaners Podcast, we're talking all about how much your time is worth. How much should you be making? Why is it worth what it is? Either way, we all have time and we all charge by the time, so stay tuned to WCR Nation. What's up, everybody? Jersey here from windowcleaner.com, and you are here. This is the greatest and best podcast ever made for window cleaners. At least that's what I think. (laughs) My mom says it's the best. No, uh, but if it's your first time here, have a look around. We have a ton of episodes. I hope you really, really dig it. It has been three plus years in the making. You have tons of content. Hopefully it helps. And there are tons of you. And I mean tons. Literal tons. If we put you all on a pallet. um, That watch the show every single week. They binge everything. And it's absolutely awesome. What's up? It is because of you that uh, we do the show, and more importantly, I exist. So, thank you so much for those of you who put orders in through me. If you need window cleaning supplies, which we all do at some point, why not have a guy? That's me. Shameless plug. Uh, I'd like to be your salesman. Uh, But no, really. If you um, ever need supplies, I'd love to put them in for you. It doesn't cost you any extra. My number directs 862 312 2026. That is a cell phone. Call me, text me, whatever you want. Um, and I would love to put those in for you. You can even shoot me a text like, yo, Jersey, put in my order. And uh, that would be absolutely awesome. Anyway, give me a call. Uh, big news. Big news. At least I think so. Uh, this has all been kind of under wraps, but you guys and girls who watch and binge, I got huge news, huge, huge and exciting news. Uh, but, uh, I am the new owner of American window cleaner magazine. Um, you've seen it kind of come into some of the teasers. Uh, there was a period where we couldn't really say anything. I couldn't say anything. Mike Draper, uh, who had owned the company before, wasn't really saying anything. It was just trying to transition point. Uh, But that's why you see some of the awesome stickers. We got new sticker packs. So shameless plug on that side. If you want, these are the new ones. These are the ones that are going to be in the uh, first issue coming out in January. Uh, The new sticker kits come out as it's upside down. Um, Anyway, if you got sticker ideas, let me know. Um, We're making a bunch of custom stickers. Anyway, the magazine is absolutely awesome. If you're on YouTube, here is a shot of the cover. And if you're listening, uh, check out YouTube or go to American Window Cleaner or awcmag.com. Websites all under. Everything is absolutely new. Uh, I'll have a link in this episode if you do want to subscribe. But follow us everywhere you possibly can. It's just another way that I can kind of create content and uh, get it out to you. Um, I want to be literally the person that is everywhere in our industry. I want to be the biggest resource I could possibly ever be. And where we are, where I am right now with uh, Nation and everything else, that's still continuing. This Nation will still completely go on. But we may be having new podcasts, shows, new articles. We've gone to a monthly platform, so the magazine's coming out monthly. Um, it's absolutely awesome. It's a complete window cleaning magazine. Uh, it has been around since 1986, but you may not have heard of it. It's kind of gone through some transitions. This will be, in my opinion, the best it has ever been 
in history. New feel, new pages, new everything. So if you're listening, check it out. American Window Cleaner. Uh, Instagram. We do a lot of stuff on Instagram on that side of things. Facebook, everything else. Uh, but definitely, definitely, there it is. Big information for you. Uh, we'll actually... Um, the date that you're watching this, we are going to, uh, I will be announcing it. So, um, but you're the first ones to find out, especially if you're listening Thursday night. So there you go. That was a lot of shameless plugs, but, but this week, uh, we're talking about how much is your time worth? And this, by the way, let me give some shout outs real quick. Jay Camaro. What's up, man? By the way, super cool dude. He does some amazing stuff and uh, said some really nice things uh, last week's podcast. So thank you, man. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, he's also a cool kid certified, by the way. Uh, Eric Mettler from uh, Monarch Window Cleaning used to be Mettler Maintenance, and I almost called it that again. But uh, what's up, Eric? Uh, Eric is an OG from the Mullen Jersey days. And uh, Brandon Deal, what's up, man? Um, by the way, the, the show that's coming in today, Mark had actually given uh, the suggestion for this. Uh, so I want to say thank you to him. Uh, it's an awesome suggestion. If you guys have any suggestions, text me, email me, whatever. Um, but today we're talking about how much is your time worth? And this is an interesting one because there's so many people out there who have kind of rich guy syndrome. When you first get into window cleaning, you may have made at most $20 an hour, $25 an hour. That was what the most money you've ever made in your life. Switching over to window cleaning or running your own business, there's a lot of headaches, but we're making on the low end, and you should be too, 65 an hour. That's like the lowest, wow, that job sucked, we only made that 65 an hour. That's a man hour. And don't say, if you want to tell me how stupid and wrong I am, comment down below, but um, don't say, my customers don't allow me to do that because they do, you just haven't tried. I, I tell you that. Um, you have to try and you have to tailor it, but you also have to know why you're going to be the most expensive in the area. Do not sell on price. We talk about that all the time. If you sell on price, people will only buy you based on price. They don't care who you are. All they did was buy you by the lowest price and guess what? The next guy who comes in lower will take your customer from you. And they'll use your bid to get lower from, hey, the last guy charged me 200 bucks. Oh, I'll do it for 190 Okay. You're losing people based on that. And then what happens is 190 turns into 175, 175 turns into, you're racing to the bottom and then eventually Bucket Bob gets it. Don't be that. By the way, sorry to all the Bobs and Bobbies that listen. I get that uh, probably weekly about somebody. <laughs> Change the name for Bucket Bob to something else. Uh, Bucky, Bucket Buford. I don't know that there's a lot of Bufords. If you're a Buford and you're listening to the podcast, send me a message and yell at me. But anyway, uh, but the biggest problem and the biggest hard thing is to charge that much money, right? We go, well, no one's going to pay. I would never pay $65 to get my windows cleaned. You're right. Guess what? I don't even technically own a window cleaning company anymore, but I don't pay somebody to clean my windows. I should. I should. But I don't. Because I do it myself. Like, there's a lot of that. But I'm not my typical customer. I'm not my customer. I'm not the one that I'm going to go sell to. So a lot of times people look at it and go, that's too much. Uh, maybe this price. And they come up with a price based on how they feel about that price. I'm telling you. The largest bid I ever did. And 
We talk about bidding. I'm not going to get into that. But if you bid a large building or a large project or some kind of uh, something that, you know, um, somebody uh, gives you 10 buildings and you're like, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. If somebody gives you that, you break it down into little pieces, you can bid anything. I get legal pads full of, of prices and then put it all together at the end. The largest bid I had done to that to that point, I had put a bid together and it was like $12,700 or something. And I put it together and I had done my method. And it's not my method. That's not a douchey. Didn't mean that. The method that I use, right? None of this stuff is mine. It's just recycled. But uh, I had broken it down into pieces, so I knew this side of the building is going to take me 20 minutes, this side will take me an hour, this side here will take me an hour and a half, This, and I broke it down, and I literally had a page and a half of just notes. I put it all together, and I got that total, and at the time, I had told my wife, I said, man, I can't believe this, uh, I got this big account, it's going to be like four or $5,000, I bet. I did it all, and it was $12,700, and I'm like, oh my gosh. That's too much money. Literally. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to bid it at $5,000 or $12,700? I said, well, I broke it down so I know that my timing is right. I'm not the one who owns like 10 buildings, right? So for me, it seemed really, really high. (laughs) just soundproofing falling off the wall no worries uh for me it seemed really really high but the thing was i put the bid in now twelve thousand seven hundred turned into twelve six ninety nine because you know sexy numbers right and i gave it to the lady and sweated i put everything together i had brochure folders uh or brochures and folders and projection things full color sheets i gave it everything like here's the wow factor this is why i'm at this price gave it to her and she's like whoa yeah this is gonna save us like three thousand dollars a year okay so i guess i could have gone up so we talked about it she said you know hey uh, i love this price the price is great let's uh, just increase it every year we'll get back to where it was that kind of thing happened where i left money on the table after bidding it more than twice as high because i broke it down and i know i know what my time is worth i know that i'm making 65 75 hundred dollars an hour whatever my time is i know that and i hope you know that too because if you know that you're not going to step over pennies let me restart over there you're not going to step over dollars to make pennies that's the biggest thing i always see these people like oh man i'm so busy but i had to fit this this uh you know little lady's uh windows i gotta drive an hour out of the way to do this 45 dollar job and well you just stepped over dollars to make pennies You did too much and you didn't know your time. The other thing with that, when you know your time, if I'm sitting in a car, if I am waiting to talk to a property manager, if I am doing the job itself, if I am doing anything that has to do with that, I'm making that time. I'm making that time because I know what my time is worth. So there's been a lot of jobs where somebody farther out of my area, we talked about subcontracting last uh, week, and I didn't subcontract this particular job. It was the other way, and I didn't know anybody there enough that I'd trust to do that. Um, and uh, it was like an hour and almost an hour and 30 minutes, and it was a person's uh, house, second house 
that we did in the town that I was in. And it was like an hour and a half away. So it was uh, far enough to like really make a difference to drive. That's a three hour round trip. You got a truck full of guys, right? Well, this is one of our favorite clients of all time. And I was talking with her and, and we said, yeah, we can definitely do that. Uh, but it's three hours of drive time. Like that's a lot, you know, it's sucking up a whole day. She's like, well, charge me. If you're driving out there and I want you charge me your normal hourly rate for the drive, the job, everything. It's going to cost me more, but I know I'm going to get you. And that was like the fifth year, fourth or fifth year in my business. And when she said that, it like blew me away to think, oh, like she just wants me. She doesn't care. She's got two houses. They're like an hour and a half apart. She doesn't care about the money. She wants me to do it because she loves me, trusts me, all of that. So when Michael Geller, uh, if you haven't heard me talk about him, favorite phrase of all time from any window cleaner I'm pretty sure of, by the way, you have more phrases tell me down below what your phrase is that you love that comes to do with business i love catchphrases i love like uh uh cliches and uh i just all that stuff but he said uh his name is michael geller he was a magician he was a great magician but he was having problems figuring pricing out and uh the thing about it was is that somebody said be michael geller don't be a magician. Be Michael Geller. Because anybody can hire a magician, but not everybody can hire a Michael Geller. Right? There's 50 magicians in the phone book, or whatever, that's what they used at the time. 50 magicians on Google in my area, but there's only one Michael Geller. And the thing is, is that if somebody wants you, they're going to pay for you. Now, that is the big thing. Now, I know that giving discounts... In that scheme of things, people are super against discounts. I'm not super against discounts. I think there's a time and place. I love to reward uh, extra work. I love to reward uh, more services. Uh, I love all that stuff. But there's other little things. I've given out company shirts that were my business, my XYZ window cleaning shirts to customers. Show up and like, I just thanks for everything. Man. Here's a shirt. You're part of the crew. Like blew them away, right? I've done that multiple times. I had a little old guy who... Uh, we did the job after we had our minimum job. I never changed his job because he was just so nice. He was lonely in his house. Nobody came over. He was kind of like, he was not wheelchair bound, but he was bound to his chair. We came over every single time for five years at this point. He was in the chair and he loved to talk to us. So I'd go, I wouldn't even clean the darn window. I'd sit there and I'd just talk to him. And uh, it's just really cool old guy, right? And uh, I know it made his day. I know it made his day. We'd go in two vehicles. I'd stay a little bit longer. And I'm not saying to do this. I'm just saying that's what I did. And one time I brought him a shirt. I actually brought him uh, a hoodie because he was talking about uh, that he's always gets cold, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I brought him a hoodie. And this is my WCR one, by the way. Uh, WCR clothes are absolutely epic. But at the time, I had just an XYZ one. And I brought it to him. I said, hey, I said, uh, I know you're always cold. And I wanted to make you part of the team. Uh, here's a hoodie. He literally broke down crying. Uh, he said it was the first gift he had gotten in like four years. Like his family wasn't around. Uh, he had a nurse that came to the house. It was one of those situations. And man, something like that, do that. Do that. But don't necessarily undervalue who you are. And that's a big thing. People have to figure out what they're worth. What's your time worth? Figure it out. Don't pull a number out of the air. Figure out 
how much you need to make. That's everything from fuel per hour of driving. Uh, that is, you know, figured out on average per day, all that fun stuff. I figured out at the time, this was, uh, again, a few years ago, I figured that every vehicle that was on the road that day was $110 in just hard costs. Not employee pay, none of that stuff. But hard costs. That is insurance for the trucks. That was split between the heat and electric for the shop, the property tax. That was absolutely everything broken up into all the trucks in the fleet that we had. This is what that truck needs to make in order for us just to open the doors. When you have that mindset, you go, it's $110 for me to even go out that day. That changes things. Because then all of a sudden, now you understand why there's a minimum. Now you understand why 149 was our minimum. Now you start understanding like it has to be worth it, why I'm pairing it together in days, why I'm okay with a day of no work in the winter because I got two days in a row that have that are full to the brim. Like Now all of a sudden you understand all of those bits. If you understand that, you understand what you need to make. So first, figure that out. You need to figure out also what you can do to make more. Now, Again, a lot of us have that uh, there's rich man's mentality, poor man's mentality, and poverty mentality. Those are the ones where uh, poverty mentality is the person who is always ashamed for what they have, right? You see somebody like, man, that car is nice. They're, ah, man, it's, it's whatever. It's, you know, but they're ashamed of what they have. Poor person's mentality is when no matter what they have, they always are striving for more. Man, I got to have more money, man. I can't live like that. I got they could be making $100,000, $200,000 a year and they're still in that mindset. Rich man's mentality is the opposite side. Now, when you find out what pays more, you can then focus your efforts. Now, I know 100% that roof cleaning is going to be by far the most money you can make or I can make per hour. Absolutely, 100% across the board. If you tell me I'm wrong, you're lying or you're doing something that I didn't know was a service. Maybe you're, you know out there on the corner. I don't know what you're doing, man or ma'am. I just don't know. But I do know roof cleaning always pays more. Always, always, always pays more. I almost feel bad for roof cleaning. But so what happens is, is when you're going and you're going, man, I'm in an accelerating growth. I'm in a huge growth mode. I need to put my money where it's going to make me more money. Push it into roof cleaning. Push it into roof cleaning. Now, roof cleaning does not have frequency, so there's pros and cons. It's instant, boom, here's money. On the opposite side of that, the higher the frequency, the more uh, money you'll make over time, but the less money you make instantly, and that's route. Route, we were still doing about 65 an hour, but I'm okay with making 55 an hour in route. And I'll tell you, the reason is for that is there is a lot of drive time. When you're building routes and things, you really have to tighten it up. But we were doing 65 70 $79 an hour in route, one guy doing route per hour. And that's at a dollar a pain. I mean, route is profitable, but the other thing is, is that's every single two weeks, every single week. Like if you could fill up route one week of work, you filled up an entire year. Like if all the jobs you did for that week or weekly, that's, you filled one week and you're done for the year. You got all the year, every single week, you know where you are. That's where frequency comes in. That's why you pay less, get paid less, but more in the long run. A roof, you may get six, seven, eight, twelve hundred dollars once. That's it. If you're doing a $20 job weekly, that alone is $80 a month, you know? $20 job in my fast math is 5,000, 10,000, 100. I'm so wrong. I'm not going to do math. I'm like 
sick and dizzy and no, I don't have the Corona. But anyway, um, you see where that kind of goes. So, you know, tailoring what you can do and what you can for more money or what's more lucrative. I love selling route. I sell route hardcore and I do it all the time because frequency is huge. I know route will pay me more in the long run. I know that's a more fixed thing, more guaranteed money if there ever was a thing. So I'm going to push route. Push the work you know you're making more money at. If you know that you do gutter cleaning and you're $199 and gutters take you forever and you hate doing them, don't push gutters. Raise your price. Then do gutter. I, by the way, I raised my minimum on gutters by $100. I said, you know what? Uh, there's no chance. And I'll tell you a story, actually, because why not? I'm walking up a ladder and uh, I had two guys inside. This is one of those like we want everything done kind of thing. So I went and I'm going to undo the gutters. Gutters suck. Well, I put the hose up in the gutter and uh, I could tell that there was a clog in the downspout, which, you know, doesn't necessarily happen too terribly often, but I want to get up there and check it out. So I put a ladder and uh, I'm walking up the gutter and the ladder that I was using was on the brick underneath the gutter. So nothing was on the gutter. I didn't want to damage the gutter. And my dumb butt walked up. And as I'm walking up, I'm, I'm looking down at the ladder, you know, making sure everything's good. I grab the gutter to kind of like pull myself up behind because now my ladder's against the building. And uh, dump the entire gutter worth of disgusting, squirrel-pooped gutter wall. I don't know what's in there, but it smells so bad. It stains. Ugh. Get goosebumps just thinking about it. But I dumped everything down in my mouth, down my shirt. I was soaked down to my socks. Like I literally just, it went down the front of me and into everything that you could possibly do. And after that, I said, you know what? Never again will I do a gutter job that I'm not making a ton of money. And you want to know something? I changed it and I didn't really see a, a, a decrease. I did see a couple people had smaller jobs, but I'm telling you, I don't want to go and do a gutter job for 60 bucks. I'm not going to, I'm just not going to do the work. I'm just going to charge more. If they say no, I'm okay with that. And that is another huge lesson that you have to learn. Most people, especially when you're new, no is like a bad, I can't believe it. I went and bid this job and they said no. Oh, a lot of people say no. Like you should be closing at 85%. If you're closing higher than 85%, jack your prices up. Which people, by the way, I, I'm more happy doing 99. It's about volume. No, it's not. We're a service. <laughs> it's just a volume. We're a service. That means you have 24 hours of your day, regardless. If you do more work for less money, you're just making less money. Think about that. If you're selling t-shirts and you make a dollar profit per t-shirt and you sell a thousand, but say I have an opportunity to sell a million, I can drop that because it's about volume. I'll make more overall. Time, there is none of that. There is no such thing as bulk there is no such thing as uh, uh, having more or uh, high volume to make more money. That's not how that works. You just are just making less per hour. Just You just are making less per hour. So don't do that. But putting that out there, uh, saying no is, is very, very hard. When you're new, you need money. money. Some money is better than no money. I get that. I believe that. You believe that. In winter, I'm more likely to take on uh you know jobs that i'm not super stoked on because i know it's winter and i'm not making any money but saying no is okay 
Having somebody say no to you is okay. I'm telling you, it's so hard to get over. They're not saying no to you. They're saying no to your service. You maybe didn't quite explain why it's that price. And I'm not telling them like, I got bills to pay, man. But maybe you didn't sell it. The reason, again, with the analogies here, the reason that you've never seen an ad for a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or a sale, they don't need sales. You want a Lamborghini? You buy a Lamborghini. You don't want a Lamborghini and then go find the cheapest price. That's not how it works, right? <clears throat> We're luxury. We're a luxury business. That's how things work. Getting said no to, guess what? I'm not buying a Lamborghini or a Ferrari unless more of you, you know, call me and let me put your supplies in or sign up for uh, AWC Magazine. But anyway, no, I'm not buying a Ferrari. It's not me. I'm not their target market. Guess what? If somebody said, you want to buy a Ferrari? Nah, $400,000. No. They wouldn't be like, all right, all right, um, uh, $300,000. No. Like, they're, they, they're not going to do that. I mean, they're going to say, you want to buy a Ferrari for $400,000? I go, no. And they go, ah, all right, well, let me know if things ever change. They're okay with leaving. I'm okay with leaving. On a different scale and a stupid combination of things that's how it works right being said no is is okay the other thing that people don't do is they don't delegate properly the big thing with delegation is, is guess what if your hourly rate that you make is 75 dollars an hour how much does it cost you to cut grass how much does it cost you to do your taxes how much does it cost like if you're doing your own taxes, <clears throat> not only are you jacking it up and going to, you know, one of those like click for free, but if you're doing that, you are paying yourself 75, your hourly rate is $75 an hour. Instead, you could pay somebody like 20 bucks, not even because they're going to do it way faster than you, right? If you're out there cutting your own lawn on a weekday, or, you know, usually you work uh, Saturdays, but you got to cut your lawn. Or any of these things. You change your own oil. It's taking you twice as long. Your time is worth $75 an hour. And you're spending an hour to two changing your own oil, getting mucky and looking at things. Why would you not just bring it in? You have to delegate. It puts you back to being able to do the things that make you the most money. And that is your sales. Sales and doing the work. If you do those things and delegate the other junk, you're going to have so much more time. What if you just took, like right now, a stupid analogy, I, I get it. But what if you just took your entire day and you did eight hours of sales? What if that was your day? Eight hours of sales. Yeah, you'd be beat up at the end. But what would happen? You'd have $5,000 worth of new work set up. Eight hours of sales, you selling? That's huge, right? So doing something like that is going to make you way more money than you would spend by delegating. And another big thing in delegation and everything else is you got to be adjusting your time. Your time right now, when you're watching this, is going to be different throughout the year. In uh, May, your $65 an hour is not $65 an hour. If you're in May and you're making $65 an hour, you got to go up, Right? And the reason is, is that you're, you're always in demand at different times of year. When you're in demand, you charge more. And the reason is, again, you only have 24 hours. If somebody wants you, 
and they want part of your 24 hours, feel fine with charging more in a busy time. I'll tell people, here's your bid. Your bid's $4.99. That's inside, outside, track, sills, and frames, the whole kit and caboodle, and we can be there next Tuesday at 7. Ah. Yeah, you know, that's a little bit higher than, uh, what we, yeah, absolutely. I totally get that, especially being this is your first time. Uh, do know, and I tell them all the benefits it comes with, just so you know. Uh, but if you still say, hey, you know what, it's still a little bit out of my price range, what I can do is schedule you in June, the end of June, June 23rd, uh, and that appointment, I can knock $50 off your appointment. We're a little bit slower at that time, so we have more free time. Oh, yeah, heck yeah, yeah, let's do that. I save $50. I'm not in a rush right? Your time is worth less and your time is worth more. It's the same thing. Middle of July, end of July, you come to me and you want to somehow do something or get something. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to rub your feet. And the reason is, is because in the end of July, I'm a little bit slower than I would be in the middle of May. So there's times to be changing. You're always adjusting your price. If you're always adjusting your price, you're always right. You're always the right price. Anyway, know what you're worth. That's first. Figure it out. Figure out how much you're supposed to make. And then find out how you can make more profitable jobs, more money. Focus on those. Make sure that if there's anything you're doing that doesn't make you money, you're delegating it out. And always be adjusting. Those are the big rules for price. It's okay to say no. It's okay to be said no to. It's hard, especially in sales, when people say no. But you lose it doesn't mean you did something wrong. It just means that they did not find the value in what you were selling. That's it. But I do appreciate you guys listening. Again, everything over these past years has been absolutely amazing. I, For those of you who order through me, um, it is because of you that I exist. Like That is my... That's my uh, my payroll is you guys letting me put orders in for you. So I genuinely, genuinely appreciate it. Uh, a lot of you say really nice comments too. Like, hey, I'm putting this order in with you. You've given me a lot or I've learned a lot or whatever. I truly appreciate it. You guys know I'm staring into a little camera uh, on my music stand here in my office. And uh, I don't always get to see that. So I really appreciate the kind words. Uh, also, if you want to be part of the growing, we've increased... Uh, new subscribers uh, by 50% in the past month at uh, American Window Cleaner Magazine. So if you want to do that, that would be absolutely epic. Uh, like I said, there will be a link in this video. If you are listening, um, then go to uh, awcmag.com. There will be a subscribe in there. Um, it is uh, something I'm super excited about. This is going to really open the doors to be able to put out so much more content. Uh, in different venues we have print magazines monthly it is a digital magazine it is going to have its own versions and podcasts it's going to be talked about in articles uh interview styles there's uh, so much coming through plus super cool stickers in every issue so check that out plug is over on that my number again 862-312-2026 let me know if there's anything i can do for you or even better if i could put an order in for you that would be absolutely amazing um, but either way, thank you. Know your worth, and uh, until ne next week, go out there and be epic. <laughs>